0: Hasn't made any great advances in prison rape or space trouble. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to ToFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And this is TOEFOP 2.0. Yeah, Series 2. Series 2. Season 2. New theme. Back, and this
0: time it's personal. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it is, but we've decided, because we had a break, yeah. that we would like start again. That's right. Like, this is a new season. That's right. Yeah, give it a bit of, like, you know, new sizzle, yeah. new theme music. <laughs> new theme music. Yeah. It's
1: a bit like, did you ever freak out when Neighbours first changed their... Theme music because you know it was that really recognisable. Neighbours. Now was it
0: Barry Crocker? Yeah, yeah. I think it was He's Barry Crocker at the start, yeah.
1: right? But then they sexed it up a bit. It's like they just like threw in yeah. like a bit more guitar or something, and now it's just like a theme. They don't even have the lyrics. Is Neighbours there no anymore.
0: singing at the start of Neighbours now? I'm pretty sure there's not. Are you yeah. serious?
1: Yeah, it's just a theme. What? Yeah, no, that's weird. bullshit. That's travesty. That is absolute bullshit. But But we still wanted to sing along at the start of neighbours. Well, that was back in the day when I mean, there used to be a time, kids, when TV shows would write a theme song specific to the show. You wouldn't just grab like whatever hit song was out there.
0: Well, I thought about it when, like, you know, uh, the dude who created uh, Gilligan's Island died recently. Ah, yeah, Schwartz. Yeah, and
1: Schwartz. Be with you. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name?
0: I don't know. But he created Gilligan's Island and Sherman Schwartz. Everything you needed to know. About Gilligan's Island yeah, yeah. is contained in that opening Yeah, thing. exactly.
1: Yeah, and Beverly Hillbillies is the same. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all there in the theme.
1: Although Neighbours didn't really explain their typical dip. Daphne. No, <laughs> but it explained explain that
0: everybody needed a good Neighbours. Yeah. That's
1: Just true. a little understanding would help
0: you make the perfect day. <laughs> and that was the premise for the show, Charlie. Yeah, I suppose. That, like, you know, that it was based around a group of neighbours. She's neighbors.
1: a small wonder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: la, la, la.
1: Remember that show? Yeah. yeah. She's Fresh fantastic, made of plastic, f- but she's not a sex toy. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. The entire premise of the show. Hey, that's one show that I, that missed me. Like, everyone our age talks about the Fresh Prince. Like, they know it and they love it. But how did I miss it? When was it actually on? Like, in the 90s? Were your parents racist? No. Well, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. We 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 are not watching any show that has
0: aspirational black people (laughs) in it.
1: Well, was that burning crucifix in the front yard for about three years? But no, I think they're pretty not racist.
0: I went on a um, one of those Hollywood star tours. You know, when they um, they put you in the back of the little van, yeah, right, and you go around and watch uh, and see the stars' homes. So, hang on, are, are they authorized? Like, do the stars give permission, or they don't no. need to give permission? It's just like I yeah. think it's just public where the, you find out where they live, right? And yeah. so I went on one of these things, and and basically, what the show should be called is "See the Stars' Security Fences." <laughs> and see people who used to be stars' homes. Yeah, right. Because the people who used to be stars are rapt that you're going past their house. Yeah, like There's Richard Grieco (laughs) out the front with a big sign. (laughs) Bob Barker from Wheel of Fortune is actually spinning a wheel in his front yard going, this is me, this is me. And there was these two women in front of us who were just not impressed by any of the stars' homes. They were not impressed by seeing Charlize Theron's Security Oh, gauge. so you saw like actual
1: real, like now stars, kind yeah. of current stars, yeah.
0: Tom and Katie. We saw where Tom.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Tomcat. Was that like a compound of some kind? It totally. It was underground a bunker, yeah. And like even. to see Katie home sprinting for the fence line and dogs chasing? Well, him. even our driver was doing material. Oh, yeah, right. He
0: said if you could drive past here at the right time of day, you can see Katie trying to crawl over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually said that, which was brilliant. Um, and, and, yeah, so, like, you know, there was actually some proper stars' homes and there was one strip in particular which was, like, old-school star homes. Mm. It was, like, uh, like they had um, Peter Falk's home and where Lucille Ball used to live and yeah, all these, right. like, really cool sort of, like... And it was only a couple of days before Peter imp- Falk passed away. Were they, know?
1: like, impressive big places, like mansions or, you know, just, like, homes or is it a variety of the two? They, they No, they were just, like, you know, a variety of homes. Yeah. Like I mean, the, all of them had security fences though and big gates? Or? No,
0: like all the old school stars, they were just like proper houses. Yeah, right. You know, houses that you would just drive by. Yeah. But all sort of the modern stars had, like, I mean, you know, like you saw most of Jennifer Aniston's house. Right. Like we went past Jennifer Aniston's house and I was like, wow. You could just hear weeping
1: <laughs> <laughs> coming
0: from her inside there, could you? <laughs> <I'm> so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a new
1: boyfriend oh, How long will that last? I know you
0: have this Pathological <laughs> hatred Of Jennifer Aniston The but... new
1: boyfriend That she stole Off someone else Yeah So that's yeah. how
0: good she is Charlie <laughs> She can actually Get someone else's boyfriend Someone <laughs> Someone who already Has a woman Goes Well I already have a woman But I don't like her As much as I like Jennifer Aniston <laughs> Um. So uh, Yeah So we went on the tour Yeah. And there was these two women In front of us Who were just not impressed by any of these stars' homes, mm. and I must admit that the guy who's driving the bus does a lot of. Yesterday we saw, right? You know, so there's always a lot of oh, yesterday.
1: You know, Sylvester Stallone yeah, and Arnie were having a fight tennis. on the front yeah. lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, seriously, that would be the best star tour ever. You'll never believe who we saw punching on on the front lawn. Arnie and Sly. Yesterday, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren (laughs) were fisting each other on the front lawn.
0: (laughs) So, admittedly, there was a bit of that. There was a bit of, you know, everything was cool five minutes before you guys arrived, but none of it is here now. But they were not impressed by anything until we saw the mansion in which they filmed The Fresh, fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh-huh. Which, I guess they didn't film it in there, but it was like the exterior, the exterior yeah. of the mansion. And then they were just like all over
1: them. How old was this, this couple that weren't impressed? Didn't you oh, say they were old? Or no, 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 oh, no. They are mid-
0: yeah. like uh, 20-something, I, okay. I'd say. Yeah, right. Yeah
1: How, Why were you watching this couple To see that they weren't impressed Like were you turning around Every time like No 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 They,
0: they were in front of me Yeah right So like we're, like you're sitting, you're sitting on a tiny minibus Like there's only about 20 of you In this open top <laughs> minibus Right <laughs> I you did this, And you yeah. jammed in To the minibus Yeah uh, Admittedly Part of it for me Because I was with a friend Who uh, wanted to do it Which is obviously why okay. I did it Because Part of the tour Was a friend Adam Richard Yeah Of course <laughs> <laughs> And part of um, the tour was pretty much just driving down the Sunset Strip going, um, that's the House of Blues, uh, that's the, the comedy store. So the stuff that you live around the corner just going to, from and see apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I go for breakfast. Did they
1: do the death stuff as well or is that a separate tour? Because they do do that, don't they? Yeah, like that's a separate River tour. Phoenix is at the Viper Oh, room they point
0: that out as you go past the Viper Room. They go, Johnny Depp owns at River Phoenix died there. Like, that's yeah, here. That's your Viper Room facts. That's where Jean-Claude Van Damme's career died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the front of that studio. I had a friend who once uh, we met these guys at Coachella, the music festival, and he was like a young, like Hollywood actor who'd just done like uh, you know, some walk ons in Beverly Hills 90210 and stuff like that. And one night he took us on a like a uh, a proper, you know, Hollywood tour. And he really did take us by places and go, yeah, that's where Corey Haim... Uh, first sold, shot up. That's awesome. where he sold... No, sold his guitar to buy crack. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, oh, he's dead No, no, a- Dead people can't see you.
1: Yeah, can't they? Can families? No. Can
0: ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you have just come up with our first Adam Sandler film yeah. of the new series, Ghost Lawyer. <laughs>
1: Like, can you believe that trailer posted on the Facebook page for his new film, Jack and Jill?
0: Is it based on the... I haven't actually seen it. Oh, is it based the on the children's story of Jack and Jill? No, no. Is it's, it about two people who go up a hill to fetch a pile of water? No, it's
1: Adam Sandler playing tw- twin roles. It's Adam Sandler in drag playing himself and his sister Jill. At last. But the thing is, like... When I saw the chat, I was like, I can't fucking believe we haven't thought this up. Like, it's almost like Adam heard one of our podcasts. I was like, okay, fellas, <laughs> you think you can outdo me? You think me? you come
0: up with shitty Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. films?
1: I see you and I raise you. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So run me through. What's the premise? Uh, the premise is that, you know, he's got the perfect life and then his klutzy, annoying, lisping twin sister turns up and Al Pacino turns up at one stage and falls in love with drag Adam Sandler. And like writes his number on a hot dog at the basketball or something. It's really diabolical. Like you would see it and and swear. You know those fake trailers they played at the start of Tropic Thunder. Yeah. You'd think it was one of those. Right. It's like you know the fatties. (laughs) Like it's some guy. Adam Sandler tries to kill his career. That's what the film should be called. But then I did some research afterwards, and I went through the Happy Madison. um, You know all the films that he's produced. Yeah. They've all made so much money. Even the kind of ones. That, like, Grown Ups, I didn't had Grown Ups made over $250 million worldwide. Yeah, he bought everyone in the cast Maseratis or something. But what, how, what... I mean, how is he? how does he do it? Like, is it just brand name? Like, Adam Sandler have made a couple of really big films and people... I mean, he hasn't made, a, like, a... A good film a good since film Happy Gilmore. Since Happy Gilmore. <laughs> He's made...
0: What, Wedding Singer? He has built an entire career on Happy Gilmore.
1: I didn't mind... Uh, Wedding singer, the wedding singer. Yeah. That's but when you're prefacing
0: anymore. the sentence with "I didn't mind," oh, yeah, I like suppose. of
1: one of the biggest of all the movie cancers stars I've <laughs> on the planet, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind one of his movies. But my mind was blown by that. I had no idea. Like globally, like, even if his films make like fifty million in the states, then he goes overseas, and it must be one of those things where they dub it into German, and they're like, "Oh, he's so funny." But also, the other
0: thing about Adam Sandler, which uh, people forget, is that he just. They're all cheap as well.
1: Yeah, right. Like none of the films they're cost anything. They're not high anything. concept, or
0: no. No, like
1: apart from the one where he had the remote control that sped up time, where <laughs> he farts in uh, David Hasselhoff's face. But do you reckon? I mean, do you think? Because the guys obviously got talent. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I find him incredibly watchable. Yeah, and, and punch, that's what I think it is. He's punch incredibly Live watchable. and and Saturday Night Live and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But do you think he has is, is got a conscious thing of, I just like to make money as well? Money, I like making money more than I like, you know, what people think of me. Oh, no, I just think he likes to only do one draft. Yeah, right. Like, I think he's a, like a... I don't think he writes these films. I reckon, I reckon, like, fucking dudes are bringing the scripts to him.
0: Yeah, but he does have a hand in, like, writing some of the stuff and, and and creating the stuff. Well,
1: Rob Schneider needs to eat, so yeah. <laughs> he's got to write in a part about a, a delivery guy or, or a wacky priest or something. So he has to look at the script at least once.
0: It's not like Sandler has the work. It would not surprise me if his entire career is predicated on Rob Schneider having to pay
1: his mortgage. Well, that, you know what makes it... That, that you're right he doesn't have to work it makes it even stranger when you think about that movie Funny People mm. in which he spoofs himself yeah and you think oh well he's really self aware but then like you know the next few films he makes after Funny People are going back to the world it's like <laughs> holy shit man like he obviously is aware of what he's doing yeah and doesn't care no he, or he sobs you know sobs at night and wipes it up with
0: thousand dollar bills <laughs> I mean how much money can you make though like heaps he never has to worry about
1: anything anything
0: time. I quite enjoyed the one where he, the racist one, where he was the hairdresser. Uh, he, I, you know, what? <laughs> I actually quite like that too. And uh, every, you don't every, mess with every joke, Zohane.
1: every joke was about a hummus, yeah, and his, and his huge cock. <laughs> I actually didn't. hang on, Did we say that together? I'm not I'm sure. To, but I th- yeah, yeah, I, I actually didn't mind that one no. either. Like, I, look, I like Adam Sandler films. I'm just amazed. I like Adam Sandler films. I like Adam Sandler, and I would love to be in an Adam you, Sandler film. But you do, and you don't.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I like him despite the fact that he's awful. <laughs> Which I think is actually a much more honest way to like someone. Because yeah. it's easy to like someone where they're doing good things That's and they're true. fantastic. But
1: if you like someone despite the fact that they are awful, then you really like them. Did I ever tell you, there was this... Um, when I was living in Melbourne like five years ago on the Access Channel, Channel 31, there was this sketch comedy show, live sketch comedy show called uh, Someone Flowers, I don't know, it's something terrible like someone, the comeback special, Johnny Flowers comeback special or something like Mm. that and it was live sketch comedy, Saturday Night Live style sketch comedy but done on like, you know, cable access so audience of maybe 10 people and not great props or costumes or stuff, some pre-recorded segments as well and it was so fucking bad. I loved it. Like, I literally, I caught maybe the first episode and then would rush home to see it to the point where I found out when they recorded and was trying to get tickets because I really wanted to go. (laughs) But it was kind of weird. I wanted to, I knew it was terrible. And I tried to show people, not in a kind of like smarmy, hipster, ironic way, but it's like, look, look at this. Someone is making this. Like, this is phenomenal you know do you you get it and no one kind of got it like no one no one wanted to come see it with me no one would sit down and watch an episode with me but i became obsessed and i think that's what i became obsessed with it was like this is terrible but i love it like i love that they were doing it you know i've got to keep watching it like it's sometimes if you see something truly hideous
0: it can be entertained like you get to the point where it's it's entertaining, yeah. Right?
1: It's it's it sort of transcends, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then like th- this, there's sometimes things don't even get to that level, and that's when they're truly awful. Yeah. Like I went and saw Green Lantern.
1: All oh, right, right. Sorry, I haven't
0: seen that. yet. And I, spoiler alert for anyone who's planning to go and see Green Lantern when it comes out in Australia. But here's your first sign that Green Lantern might not be the great, you know, Dark Knight esque yeah, yeah. movie adaptation. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. look, it's fair to say the words gritty reboot were not uttered on set of Green right, Lantern right. Um,
1: but secondly what were the keywords then what was the byline that they sold it on if it wasn't Gritty Reboot the uh, producers gone to Warner Brothers they say <laughs> Green Lantern Toys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we can sell heaps of toys. Because <laughs> they kept introducing characters that had nothing to do with the plot yeah. that were clearly just... Action figures. Action figures. Yeah. Action, but okay. The characters
1: would just walk out, turn in a 360-degree arc with a price tag next to them.
0: Like yeah. It was like one of those things that you're like, why are all these Green Lanterns when they're having their... Okay, well, okay. Well, I'll run you through <laughs> some, of the, some of the problems with the Green Lantern. And again, okay. spoiler alert, but it's not really going to... Uh, I think well, if, if you want a sign that this movie didn't work, this is your sign. Ryan Reynolds is coming to Australia for the launch of Green Lantern. That's normally a sign that a movie is shithouse. Yeah. That it has bitten it in the arse, like in its own country. If the star comes out to Australia yeah. to go to the premiere, because yeah. otherwise Ryan Reynolds would just be like, in Hollywood, yeah. you know, rolling around in his oh, Green Lantern money, did. snorting cocaine out of Scarlett Johansson's vagina.
1: No, they're broken up.
0: No, but I mean, point being, if it had been a big hit, maybe they would have gone back together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good point. <laughs> <You> know, yeah. <laughs> you know. Nothing brings a couple together like a $90 million opening weekend. Exactly. <laughs>
0: so, firstly, my first problem with the movie is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is one of those guys, he's like the opposite... Punchable face. T- totally punchable face, right? Yeah. and his eyebrows because like it's like his face has all been sucked in at the top of his nose but you know what
1: I think that is he's one of these fucking dudes who's been on those crazy Atkins diet I mean obviously he's got this phenomenal physique but he obviously has not eaten a carb in God knows when and his face is all he looks like a skeleton everything's been sucked in like his entire skin his body has been drawn in I've never heard somebody say I've got to cut out carbs
0: the middle of my eyebrows (laughs) above my nose are massive (laughs) Like I've never seen this, like I've never seen someone on the biggest loser and they've got a giant fatty lump and their eyes are on the side each side of their head going I've really got to lose some weight because I only have peripheral vision <laughs> I can't see anything in front of me anymore I've been an excellent inside ball player in the AFL but other than that I have no skills like a bird can only see on the side of their heads like it's honestly like I, I, I it's and on a big screen too on a big screen and you're wearing 3D glasses oh right. And all you can look at is his eyes being too close together. Yeah. Now, I, I know that this, under, like, I'm being a bit superficial, but he's a guy whose whole career is based on that he looks fantastic. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, yeah, fair enough. a Point valid taken. place to go. So that's the first thing. You can't stop looking at his eyebrows, right? Secondly, um, Blake Lively is the the other character. Now, did you see those? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That like, was the best
1: day of my life.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Like... Oh She's pretty hot. my God. Yeah. I would never wear clothes if I looked like that. Mm. In fact, I would never wear clothes if I looked like Ryan Reynolds. In fact, if they'd really wanted to make money, they should have fucked off the idea that they were going to sell toys to kids and made the movie 18 plus and just had Ryan Reynolds. Fuck that Yeah, just yeah. have them close off for an hour and a half in 3D. I'm not the Green Lantern, this is my Green Lude. <laughs> yeah, he could have like Green Lantern sex toys. That's what he could create. Power of a dildo and just like giant dildos and shit. And they could just like fuck each other. And they could then like a merchandise sex toys if they wanted. That could be what you could buy afterwards. You could buy Green Lantern sex toys to take home and they could just fuck each other on the screen. They are both stunningly beautiful people. Yeah, apart from Th- the eyes. They, they are. Oh my God. The two most boring people on the planet. Like, right. I think she's quite good, though. Did you see The Town? I thought she was great in The Town.
1: Yeah, really good.
0: Yeah. She was not great in this. Well, yes. no, here's the thing. She was great from day to day, clearly, oh. when they were shooting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, there were days when you're like, oh, man, she can act. Yeah. And other days, where, but their level of phoning it in is nothing compared to, you know when you see a good actor in something like that? And you're like, and yeah, the actor's clearly been bought
1: in yeah. to give the thing. It's a like little the bit entire cast of Con Air. It's like John Cusack, Steve Buscemi, John Malkovich. What the hell's going on here? Tim Robbins, right,
0: is in the Green Lantern. Like to say that he phoned in his role is unfair to phones. Yeah. Like seriously, he Morse coded in his role. He <laughs> tweeted in his role. There are there are literal scenes where I would have like I would have preferred if after the credits. You know, in all the Marvel films, after the credits, there's because they're going to make the Avengers movie, there's always been a scene with Samuel L. Jackson yeah. where they're like, you know, so he's doing the Nick Fury thing and they're, all, they're going to get together. Yeah, yeah and, a little Yeah, same. right. So you've got to stay until after the credits. I would have preferred in this film if that after the credits, there'd just been Tim Robbins standing in front of a really expensive house and car <laughs> and him going, this is what I bought. Thank you. Thank you. This is, this is See this? This is why I did this movie. Because yeah. there honestly are times where he walks through a scene like his agent is off screen with a bag full of money <laughs> yeah. jangling at him. And that is the only thing that is getting him to move. It you is insane.
1: Literally just turning the script in his hand just out of the camera, just below the camera shot. I think a lot of the time he's improvising dialogue. Yeah,
0: to be honest with you. So like the you,
1: script is bad too, then? Absolutely awful. Well,
0: okay. Here's a good sign. How many writers are you legally allowed to put on a movie? Because isn't there a limit that you're only allowed to put four or five or something yeah. like that? And then doesn't matter how many writers have Actually worked work on it. it yeah. That's like the limit you're allowed to put on it. Yeah. So if you see a movie and it comes up and it's reached that limit. Yeah. <laughs> chances are. <laughs> chances are, this is not gonna. You're never gonna hear. And the Academy Award goes to yeah right, so it had a, yeah so it had five five writers none of whom you've ever heard of for a start yeah so and then the whole premise of this I mean I know it's a comic book movie but it's meant to make like I don't know if you remember the Green Lantern do you remember did were you a fan I, of the Green
1: Lantern I've only educated myself recently and there's a lot of I mean I know how Jordans are kind of you know original, and then there's Guy Gardner and yeah. John Stewart, not The Daily Show, John Stewart, <laughs> although that would be awesome if he would fly through space and just create a news desk and do sardonic comedy. <laughs> the, Daily La- the Daily Lantern. That thing- does that happen with you occasionally, where you'll hear of, of someone else sharing a name with a celebrity and you get a bit confused? Like, there's that guy who works for Marvel Comics whose name is Ralph Machio. Did you know that? Uh, for years, I thought it was The Karate <laughs> Kid. Me too. I assumed <laughs> The Karate Kid had grown up,
0: not been able to get any, like, and really like comics and gone and worked for Marvel. And there's
1: a guy who works for Kevin Smith called James Franco. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, is he hard up after 127 hours? I thought that film did
0: quite well. There's a guy in Community, uh, which I think is a very funny show, called Danny Glover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a comedian called Danny Glover. And he's like a young, no, he's a black guy. He's Donald Glover. Oh, is he Donald Glover? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, right, you're right. That he is. He's racist. Donald Glover. Damn, yeah, they all sound the same. All black names <laughs> sound the exactly
1: same. the same to me. Well, my brother's ex-boyfriend was black and his name was Don and my mum often called him Dan, so you're my mum. Da- oh, back to the earlier point, yes, my mother was racist. Yeah. Do you think
0: that um, when your boyfriend was having sex with his, uh, a boyf- his black boyfriend, yeah. he ever... Uttered the expression, is Don is good? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I'd find it hard when you were, if I was dating someone called Don, yeah. if they put in something particularly good, I, I would have wanted to say, is
1: Don is good? Well, particularly is Don, what well, their main uh, stock is salami, yeah. <laughs> so as he took his pants off, my brother Don. would just nod slowly and say, is Don is good? <laughs> that is some excellent processed meat you're packing. <laughs> Don must have used that
0: as a, as a pickup line at some stage.
1: Well, he was American, so I don't know if he was aware of uh, the Don uh, company in Australia. I'm assuming it's an Australian company. Yeah,
0: ironically, being a black guy, wouldn't have been Don Smallgoods, if you know what I'm saying. Is that
1: racist? Well, if it is racist, it's... I mean, I would love that stereotype about me. Like, if for some reason, you know, Irish Catholics had big dicks, I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking totally... You can stereotype me all you like.
0: Because that's an interesting area, I think, is that, like, if something is... A positive attribute. Yeah, is it racist? Because you are still.
1: Uh, you are you're you making are still a generalisation? That the entire race of people share an attribute. Well, I can't say if I was black if I would find it racist. Yeah. As if someone had that stereotype about me, because of you know my background as whatever Catholic whatever. I wouldn't find it racist, but right. I can't comment for anyone you'd else. You'd be wrapped. I'd be pretty happy. You'd be wearing a cross well, considering <laughs> in public. You'd just be like, uh, hey, ladies. Considering how uh, many people hit me up on Facebook after that story came out about uh, penis size and finger length, yeah. the amount of people listened to Tofop who, who decided to remind me about that article. Thanks, everyone. I got your messages. Yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, it wasn't a comprehensive study. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that was the one that
0: said that if your uh, ring finger, your wedding ring finger... Is longer because it's not about, actually about your like your hand size. all
1: uh, wasn't it? I didn't actually read
0: the article because yep. I didn't no, want I to be disappointed. <laughs> <me. laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going. I
1: don't need to <laughs> this, find out what I'm inadequate.
0: Yeah, you're 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 a young Jewish girl, and you're like, I'm not going to read the diary of Anne Frank. Yeah, I, I have a feeling of how this is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how inspirational it's going to be on the journey, I have a feeling that this is not going to be a choose your own adventure where yeah. I could come up with, and, and then Anne lived in the magic faraway tree with Moonface. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's not going to end. It's not going to end well.
0: Not going to end well. No. So you might still be fine because what the article said was that if your ring finger is longer than your index finger, Which your pointy is. finger, yeah, then that is what determines if somebody like has good, yeah, you know, penis Penals. size.
1: So if as long as your ring finger is longer than your index finger,
0: yeah. you're okay, yeah. Well, I'm all good, motherfucker.
1: Oh, hang on. Yeah, that's right. How <laughs> like, much
0: I love that you're you were also just like it was almost like you were looking at your own hand at in an angle then. What do you mean? Like you put like it was like you were like angling it down so that no matter what it was your, your your wedding ring finger would be higher <laughs> than
1: your index finger. Do you reckon there's going to be a rash of dudes getting cosmetic surgery like a fingertip extension?
0: Well, because I'm the same as you. Uh, my uh, pointer fingers, my index fingers, are
1: like yeah, high five, yeah. high
0: five without big, big cock hands. hands. <laughs>
1: uh, Will and I, technically. <laughs> Well, not technically, but uh, metaphorically just slap dicks then. Exactly. But here's what I like you know
0: you were saying about would guys get their like, you know, if that became a thing. Yeah. If everybody knew if
1: it was authentic, verified, one hundred percent science. So that's what girls started to look for in Bartless.
0: Yes. Well, it's easier to get a little bit lopped off your pointy finger than it is to get a little bit lopped onto your cock. Yeah. Like if you had to go for surgery. Yeah, definitely. One of the two, right? Yeah. Um, you'd be willing to commit one crime in a Middle
1: Eastern or, country? <laughs> <laughs> would you get? Would you get your finger <laughs> lopped off, or would you get an extension put on? Oh, right. So you get like a because one. Yeah, ah, look, look at him! He's, he's clearly had a finger job. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that guy's had a finger job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, well, I was thinking about this because one of my like um, pointy fingers, yeah, is not natural. Because if you look at that, can you see the one on my right hand? Like how uh, it looks right like? Hand, yeah. Okay, so it looks like much more stubbly
1: than a normal finger does. Yeah, it's, all, it's got does. like a knobbly bit at the end.
0: Yeah, that's because when I was playing like football when I was growing up, I used to break my fingers quite a lot, yeah. and this one in particular, I, I broke a lot, and so now that like it's actually stunted its growth. You know what? That so did, I've artificially thrown
1: out. That, you know my my perspective. But, but you know what? You've also done perfectly. If you ever see the film Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real porno. And yeah. it's, and it's you know, One of
0: the great early uh, porn parodies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: And it's a guy's penis for hands. Essentially, what you just showed me there. <laughs> I'm then, glad that you pointed
0: that you out. You were saying it
1: happened when you were a teenager? Yeah. I imagine, like, six months after the accident, you were very popular with the girls at your high school. Because what you've essentially got there is an organic French tickler. Yeah. Will has, like, lumps, like, little bumps and lumps in his index finger. Ribbed for her pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. Because all you're doing in high school is fingering. So yeah. all of a sudden, one girl would have got, like, you know, found out about that. And then the word spread pretty quick, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> you were busy on lunchtimes, were you? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh,
0: in school fingering. That is one of the absolute. Well, I went to an all boys' school. So oh, okay. Not, it was only so like 90% view. of the school. <laughs> <laughs> only the borders. Yeah. Only the borders. Um, yeah. So I have the artificially shortened finger. So. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Um, well, but, Green so, Lantern, John Stewart. <laughs> so, Hal Jordan. Now, again, spoiler alert, but for people who have followed Hal Jordan in the comic books, you will know that shit goes bad. Like eventually, oh, what
1: happens to him? He becomes Parallax or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he like kills anyway. Like this, kills off the part of the DC universe. Yeah, becomes the biggest villain in DC. Exactly. For what, was it Final Crisis? What's the? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's oh, we're, right. getting yeah. Yeah, we're getting nerdy, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but now we're getting into uh, an area where people are going to correct us a lot. Yeah, right. But basically, um, yeah. So shit goes bad. So there could be a darkness at the heart of the character, right? You know, there could be this sort of you know foreboding. That people kind of get that even though right now shit is going well, at some stage shit is gonna get all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So there could be that
1: yeah, yeah there. That's not there. Um so It's a bit so you're saying it's glossy. It's like Oh, it's so glossy. Yeah, and then it looks glossy, even from the trailer and stuff. It and the CGI like, is shit for like that sort oh, of thing. Man. If it looked really cool,
0: you know, then anyway. Um so uh but even like, even in the Hell Jordan sort of, yeah, the, the, the mythology of that, because I really liked Green Lantern, he was always a bit like the greatest American hero. Yeah. Like that he had this ring that had all these amazing
1: powers. Yeah. But he didn't quite know, know how to like... Use it. Because... use it. Isn't it for people who don't know, uh, his ring, what he creates with his ring, he can create any solid object. Yeah. But that he can think will, of using willpower yeah that's the whole power of the Green Lantern is that's willpower. about the
0: only good thing about the movie is quite often the big booming voice which is Jeffrey Rush um like he's kind of the narrator or the like yeah, you right. know whatever um Tom Ray, yeah says a lot of things about um that have the name Will in it, that sound really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like, Will is the only way that we can do this stuff. Will great. is the greatest power in the universe. You know what is better than strength and body strength? Will. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a lot of things that I went, I could have that as a ringtone. Yeah, totally. If I'm ever feeling bad That's about myself, awesome. and I need some Anthony Robbins-esque motivation tape, I can just cut up shit from the Green Lantern
1: and Jeffrey Rush will be giving me all the motivation I need. At the very least, you can name your next comedy festival show Willpower. Have yeah. You, have you already done that? No, I haven't done Willpower yet. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. And I'll you could actually not. get dress yourself up like the Green Lantern for the poster. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It'd be you with the little domino mask. It's not a domino mask. It's like a Zorro mask in the Green Lantern outfit and you're doing a ring and the ring is creating the title of your show, Willpower. I, I dare you. We should make a bet that if you lose, that has to be your poster. Your poster and your outfit for next year's comedy festival. What can we bet on that you've got a fifty-fifty chance of losing? something that I need to win because that is <laughs> never going to happen. Oh, come on, please. There's got to be something. Oh, but you know, there can we'll be some, there can be a failure for me as well. So yeah, but like you don't have far to fall. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and I would dress up like the Grand Lantern and put myself on a poster. You'd be happy
0: for the work. <laughs> but um, sorry. Uh, so that is kind of the cool thing. So it's all about will. He can create any object out of his own will, yeah. right? So but in the comic books there was an element of he didn't really understand how that worked. So you know, there was a bit of like, you know, how, how do I best do this? So like which what? added a sort of d- like danger to any situation because that he maybe might things not wouldn't work right out. Thing, yeah, right. But in the movie, he just gets the ring and can kind of use it straight away. Straight away. Yeah. So if a guy has a ring that can create anything that he imagines. Shit's going to be fine. Yeah, like there's no like I you know but isn't it about like I mean I understand when I watch Batman that Batman's not going to die a third of the way through.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you always at least hope that you might feel that he might. So what's the all right? But the, the the whole thing about it being willpower isn't yeah. it about um, he could get into situations where he's in danger or fearing for his life, yeah. and he won't be quick enough thinking to create the shield or the baseball bat or whatever it is he needs to create. That's right, right.
0: yeah. Thus, like, you know, maybe he doesn't quite know how to manage it so yet or not. Can't...
1: Yeah, so they don't once in the film have him create the wrong thing. No. Or, not once. Not once. See, that's bizarre because every superhero film has that sequence where the hero learns to use his powers and, like, you know, in the Spider-Man movie where he's going to do the rooftop jump or... Oh, no, he you uses how, his webbing. Yeah.
0: You know how they do a, a montage normally for 45 seconds, which is that whole... Yeah. right. They, they do that in this film for 45 seconds, but it's not a montage. Like, the character shift really happens that quickly from him sort of... What do you mean?
1: It wasn't a montage. Like...
0: No. Like, he basically just gets the ring, can't use it for, like, 45 seconds, and then goes, ah oh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, can't do it for 45 seconds, turns the ring around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh it's yeah, like, had oh, yeah,
1: it on snooze.
0: <laughs> you have to charge the ring. That's one of the other you know big things that you always. So if you'd been using the ring a lot, yeah, and then couldn't get near the charger. He hadn't work. brought his charger with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he's in a foreign hotel. He's like, yeah. anyone got a charger? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. Um, then Driving in his car, he's got a little, like, yeah. a, a coily one that he yeah. plugs into his cigarette, cigarette lighter. Cigarette lighter.
0: But, but the problem is that on the way, because he didn't know where he was going for this particular thing, he had to use the GPS and it also works off the cigarette lighter. <laughs> so he couldn't charge his battery because he was using the GPS. So he's fucked.
1: Yeah, he's fucked. It's really hard. When you're driving around the galaxy. Well, he's created himself a fucking, uh, a, a mini, a mini Cooper. Yeah. To drive from Oa to Earth. And he's got his ring plugged into the cigarette lighter. He's got his GPS until the fucking, the fish alien just says, Dude, you're the Green Lantern. You can just fly home. You don't actually need to. It's like, oh. Yeah, that's a good point. And the fish
0: alien's like, hey, do you notice I have an action figure available for the flyer? Um. So there's kind of, I mean, it's vague that it, that happens vaguely, Yeah. right? You know, but so nowhere near enough. In fact, the only good part of the film, you know, you mentioned his tiny little mask before, that appears in situations where he doesn't need to be, recon- where he needs not to be recognized,
1: just right. magically appears. But are they serious in that they think that? No one will be able to recognize him if he wears that mask. This
0: is the one good bit of the film. Okay. There is a cause him and Blake Lively's character like are both, you know, jet fighter pilots together.
1: Yeah. You know. Because that's what sexy <laughs> people do, is sexy people who yeah. get everything given to them yeah. and never really have to work, yeah. they go and study and, and join like one of the most prestigious like Air Force divisions yeah. in the world. Yeah. Because that's what good looking people do. They don't just get paid to be actors or models.
0: And you know what, like, I mean, for people that, like have not seen the film, he's, he, essentially he's Maverick in Top Gun for the first, the first 10 minutes is him being Maverick in Top Gun. Right. So he's like, you know. he's Father his, issues. Yeah, total father issues. Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: There's <laughs> always the hero has to be... Because his dad was an amazing uh, pilot jet pilot yeah. as well, you see, yeah hard, to, yeah, hard to live up to it.
0: And um, so then in the first thing, they're developing this, like, you know, um, missile technology that, like, is for unmanned you know, drones or something. Yeah, drones, right? Yeah. And so this is the first time where it's going up against the best pilots in the game. (laughs) Right. And so it's him and her. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) And they like, you know, essentially do this like, you know, air ballet, but like, he, like he's the guy who doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, of course. And that's how he beats the machines, but he sacrifices her. Kabayashi Maru. Yeah. yeah. So so basically that's that's their relationship and they've yeah. known each other forever, right? Yeah. And so through pretty much nothing other than him being the Green Lantern, they get to patch. Right. Right. So she doesn't actually like him. Well, I mean, it's like one of those things that even from the start, there's one scene which is meant to be clearly the scene where they transition from... Um, you know, her not liking him to liking him to him liking him. Yeah, you know, like in Batman, there's that moment where, like, uh, Batman's like, um, he says the same thing as he said when he was she'd said to him when it was Bruce. It's it's not. Oh uh, yeah,
1: you mean Batman Returns? Is that the yeah, the mistle the mistletoe when Catwoman and Batman are fighting? Oh no, no, I don't mean that uh, Batman. I
0: mean the new one. Oh, the, right. in um, Katie uh, Holmes and yeah, Katie Bell. Holmes, and, and the the line is uh, it's the, not what you are. Uh, it's that, not what you do it's no. It's, it's not what you are inside it's what you do it, that defines you it, it defines you, you. Yeah. so she says that on, to him and then on Bruce the building Bruce no, and then it's like yeah it's not evil
1: it's what you do that defines, defines you. <laughs> you where is he <laughs> swear to me
0: and she's like Bruce <laughs> so that's cool right that's yeah. a cool moment or the moment where in Spider-Man where like they kiss upside down and yeah. she recognises like but the, the worst kiss. the
1: worst one of those I talked about this with Hamo on his podcast was um, Batman Returns, the Tim Burton one, where Batman and Catwoman are fighting. They don't know each other's true identities. And um, they're fighting on this rooftop and it's Christmas time in Gotham and she pins him very sexually and she's straddling him. And then um, he looks over and sees mistletoe. And for some reason, he's fighting, by the way. He yeah. says, mistletoe could be deadly if you eat it. And she says, a kiss could be deadlier if you mean it. And there's this sexual tension in fight. Anyway, later on in the film... <laughs> Anybody dad- want a penis? <laughs> Later on in the film, they're at the ball. It's Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, and they're dancing, and they're sort of troubled by you know this burden of you know dealing with all their problems. And they see mistletoe, and they repeat the same sentence again, and then they realise that's Batman and Catwoman. And it is the worst bit of non-like non-relevant dialogue ever in the world. But obviously, the the writers like fuck. We need a scene yeah. where they realise each other. So what's the most like? It needed to be something distinct that people would remember. Yeah, and it's the worst fucking bit of dialogue ever in film. It makes because no, it, it makes no sense. It wasn't meant
0: to be it, there other
1: than for that very reason. Yeah, like it's it's bizarre. Like a mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. Yeah, why are you eating mistletoe? If, who, who has ever eaten mistletoe? And it, actually, is it deadly? It, it, you really jammed that in because like lots of things are deadly if you eat them. Mm. She could have been like. Uh, that's that's a golf set. Well, well, a golf set is deadly if you eat it. You and I are at a, are at a party, yeah. and it's a Christmas party, and you see mistletoe hanging by the door. Yeah. What's the first observation you make about it? To me, say a mistletoe. Oh uh, you better not stand under that, or you'll have to kiss someone else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who has
0: ever seen mistletoe and gone, uh well? Mistletoe could be deadly if you eat it. Well, you know, I saw an episode of MasterChef that <laughs> in the mystery box they had mistletoe and someone ate it and they died. So, interesting fact. Uh, is mistletoe me. much like one of those Japanese puffer fish that you have to like, cut it in the, the, the perfect way when you serve it? Well, I, this, can, should, I, should I Google it? Because is, always, mistletoe, is, all misle, is mistletoe poisonous? Yeah, definitely. No, type, oh, you know, type the exact your, the sentence.
1: <laughs> is mistletoe deadly if you eat it? And then followed up with, but a kiss could be deadlier if you mean it. <laughs> Anybody want to paint it? What does that even mean? A kiss could be deadlier if you mean it. So mistletoe you kiss under, right? Yeah. So what she's saying is, because um, they're having this sexual tension. Yes. So what she's saying is, you know what, death is one thing, but having your heart broken is worse. Oh, Right. Okay, it's quite beautiful, and Charlie. I've
0: given you a distinction for
1: your <laughs> essay on uh, juxtaposing love and Batman Returns. <laughs> is mistletoe deadly? Is it mistletoe spelt like M I S T L E T O E, like toe? I yes, think. I think so. Is mistletoe deadly? Yeah, it's not coming up under the frequent searches in Google. So <laughs> we're already up to a bad start. Uh, is mistletoe deadly? Well. Uh, I can't find any references, but there's about six people who have taken this on YouTube, that exact quote. Is mistletoe poisonous? By Medicine and Health New York Times. Mistletoe is not deadly, but can be hazardous, so don't eat it. Batman returns. Batman sees mistletoe and says, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Catwoman says, mistletoe, a a kiss can be deadly if you mean it. And then a doctor walks in and says, mistletoe is not deadly, but can be hazardous, so don't eat it. (laughs) <laughs> it would just be great if she came back
0: with that fact like it's so, like mistletoe can be deadly I don't know why I'm doing the new Batman voice yeah. but mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it and it she's can like be deadly if no, you mean it no she, no, she doesn't oh. even go with that he's right. like mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it and she's going no you, actually that is a common <laughs> misnomer <laughs> he, it sure it hazardous it's hazardous to your health so don't eat it so don't eat it <laughs> you definitely
1: shouldn't need it
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: that's brilliant that, Yeah, that is a quote that has
0: always bothered me always
1: bothered me how do we get onto that
0: uh, because there's one good scene in the Green oh, Lantern yeah. and so for anyone who was thinking of whether they should go and see the Green Lantern there is one good scene in the film and this is it um, there, he, when he first appears to her as the Green Lantern she says to him, how? And he's like, you know, it's me. And she's like, I've known you since we're six, you're six years old. We've seen each other naked. Did you think a tiny little mask was? Gonna-? So there is like one moment where yeah, you're like, good. yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Because, yeah. That's I, never, it I never understood.
1: And 3D didn't help that. But in the comic books, do you know, is that mask meant to disguise him or is it just part of his uniform? You know what? I can't remember that. If it just
0: appears or does like Because in the movie, it just appears. Yeah, yeah as like you know like, but I guess like back in the comic book it had like a strap <laughs> <laughs> like a bit of elastic
1: I assume it was like goggles like swimming goggles you know the one and he had
0: like a little thing that he pulled back
1: uh, the one thing we I don't know if we've addressed this on the podcast before but something that really bothers me about all season 2 Charlie everything is new <laughs> alright great uh, the superhero movie where the guys are wearing the face mask like Batman or whatever and when you see it they obviously got like eyeliner on they're putting like eyeliner on before they put the mask on to complete the illusion of just like the the eyes being visible, right? I hear what you're saying because you can't then, get a mask to perfectly fit the eyes, fit your eyes. But in every superhero film that they, yeah. they do that, they don't do it realistically because you'll see, you know, Batman there, and then he takes his cowl off and his eyes are clear.
0: <laughs> he, should, he should just have big panda, <laughs> panda
1: eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the only film he
0: should, Batman should look like a woman who's been crying with yeah, mascara. Yeah, on. He, t- he takes off his cowl and it's Robert Smith. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Underneath. Batman's a god? <laughs> of course, man. Yeah. I'm um, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always hanging out at night. Why don't you tell your friends about me? Yeah, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> god, But one film did actually address it, which was Kick-Ass. Have you seen yes. this? And they actually have him painting up his face. I was like, brilliant. That's yeah. awesome.
0: It's not as intimidating when you're Batman and you're getting mascara out or like eyeliner. <laughs> like, you know. Like, yeah. It's like... Um, you in silver chair? Like what's going on? I wonder
1: though if the special effects guys or the wardrobe designers did try and build a mask that was completely encompassing. and It was just too painful because it was pinched like tightly around the eyeball. Well, that's the thing; it would be totally impractical.
0: Like this mask, your Green Lantern mask uh, is great because it just appears when you need it. Yeah, that's
1: all. It's a CGI mask. Yeah. Yeah. Like the outfit. Yeah. The outfit's just like you know, just you don't have to zip it up. Does the outfit look dumb in Green Lantern?
0: Ah. Oh. No, no, the outfit looks all right, I think. Like, I mean, because CGI actually helps with an outfit. Like, they look dumb, I think, in real life. You know, sometimes when you see Batman, <laughs> it, it looks a lot it's like...
1: Photographed in, like, daylight. When you see, like, you know, sneak behind-the-scenes photos. Totally. It looks like when you and, see police, yeah. you know, and their pants don't fit. Yeah. No, they
0: should. <laughs> like, they don't go all the way to their boot. Yeah. And, like, that's what Batman... S- yeah, speaking of like...
1: which, did you have you seen the, the teaser that's gone online for Batman 3? Did I did. You, the, the bootleg? I did, Charlie. I, I loved it, it. Pretty fucking good, wasn't it? I, I loved I mean, it. mean, that was shaky. That was I, like loved it, were... I loved
0: it so much that when I ejaculated, <laughs> my semen went into that bat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All over your boyfriend's face. <laughs> uh, and then I said, <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> There's someone I am inside. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, yeah it looked pretty fucking kick ass man like that I don't know what's going on I don't know if you saw the same fucking bootleg I saw but it's like fairly shaky Yeah. but you see the very last shot is That's like what fucking Christopher... Bane ambling towards yeah. Batman and he's doing a bit of a alley shuffle or something it's like oh fuck I want to see this essentially
0: um, if people haven't seen it it looks like and this is the new thing that Christopher Nolan's doing a lot of people are like <laughs> they don't know this But I I have some inside Hollywood insiders who've worded me up on this, Um, because the last one, because you know, three D's so big now, and like, you know, was in IMAX, and like they pressured him to do this movie in three D. What people don't understand is he's he's gone the opposite way. He's shooting it all handheld, (laughs) like Blair Witch style. So the entire movie, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, is as if it's shot by people. On handy cams, and cinemas. Cam- yeah, camera phones. <laughs> yeah, and then like months after it was released, these were the only films that were <laughs> they were put together.
1: Do you know what? That's fucking very meta. <laughs> that is very fucking meta. Yeah. If you released a film that was just like uh, the, the 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 premise was that a bunch of kids disappeared and all was left was their mobile phones, mm-hmm. and each part of their mobile on their mobile phone was a section of a film that they were filming that made that part of the storyline. That would be that's meta.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I'm taking I'm taking shit to different levels. <laughs> that's what I'm doing, Charlie. Pitch that next time you get back to Hollywood. I've got my twins with people that are actually twins, and I've I've got this idea now. I'm like I'm I'm some
1: some sort of fucking quirky, you know. That's what some people, some of the tofop bag teabaggers pointed out when I posted the Jack and Jill Adam Sandler, you know, the, the, that trailer. Is It's like just like Will's idea. Oh he walked God. into an office and said, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, twins. <laughs> I think there is a chance that Adam Sandler is listening to this podcast for ideas. You think? Yeah, possibly. Would that mean we we need a cut? Isn't everything we talk about copyright? I hope so. It's funny. Um... Although he doesn't seem to be beyond stealing an idea for a film, <laughs> does he? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, strange bedfellows. Yeah. that.
0: But stealing...
1: Strange, that concept... Stealing
0: the idea of strange bedfellows to make, I now pronounce you, Chuck and Larry. Um, that right. is that is like <laughs> robbing, robbing, robbing a pay. bank that doesn't have much money in it. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> if you're going to rob a place... Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a bunch
1: <laughs> of really good Australian films that have been made in the past 10 years.
0: Yeah. He essentially took money out of his mum's purse. <laughs> that's what he did. That is like... I mean, at least steal something decent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like breaking into La Louvre and stealing like like a three D magic eye or program. A yeah. <laughs> program from the gift shop. Got a box of programs. Yeah. So it's it's handy that the costume just comes on. I think I think that's actually that's a great way to get dressed. Yeah, it's what well, because I've been reading recently the. Um, Brian Michael Bendis run on Spider-Man so the comic book and uh, it's he's been doing it actually for a really long time um, but I don't like to read like, like I don't like to watch television week to week now mm. the idea of reading fucking eight pages of a comic book yeah. And then having to wait a fucking month yeah. for another eight pages In the to come days of the
1: internet, that seems barbaric.
0: I mean, seriously, are we on fucking comic book rations? Yeah. Like, this is not a time of war or yeah, Great yeah. Depression. <laughs> so I like to wait until things are... So he's like um, 16 trade pa- paperbacks into this run. And he's a great writer and I really like his stuff. And... Uh, So I just started reading it from the start. And he deals a lot with, like, the real just mechanics of it, which I really love, which is that idea that, like... Spider-Man, like, is constantly getting his uniform ripped. Yeah. And yeah. he's, like, a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. Who doesn't have much of a wage. Yeah. And that being Spider-Man is really fucking expensive. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so, like, there are times, like, there's one where, like, um, MJ is, like, has made him, like, a Spider-Man, <laughs> but it's too big. And then so, like, he wears the, the, the top of it, which is just really big, and, like, casual slacks.
1: <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> which
0: I think is, like, that's what I want from my comic Yes.
1: Yeah. So in the comic book though, was Green Lantern's uh, costume like ring made or was it like tights? You know what? I can't remember. Like it, but I can't imagine that it was ring made because... It looked like material and it would get ripped in fights and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: and also I just don't think that was a world that like people imagined back then. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was like comic books. This might seem like a really weird thing to say about a guy who dresses like a bat and fights people at night. <laughs> but like because they would deal with one thing that was like a big offer... You know, that costume people were fighting crime in the city or a guy could get bitten by a spider and become a crime fighter or whatever. It it was almost like they had to keep everything else realistic. Yeah. Like everything else had to make sense. Yeah. And uh, so the world had to be normal, even though the power was extraordinary. Yeah. And so I don't think they would have imagined it back then that he just like
1: put it on. could put his
0: clothes on. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe it came from willpower. Maybe that was the first thing that he... Well, I but, because then when he like lost his willpower, I mean, it seems he'd be like, naked as well. It, which. Se-
1: it seems like a, a kind of a story device that CGI would have influenced, if you know what I mean? Like, like you're saying back 20 years ago, when you're drawing or writing Green Lantern comics, you probably couldn't conceive of things like morphing, you know, like, especially if it was meant to be like a science based ring, because putting clothes on, I don't know, because he wears like, it's like an energy suit or something, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. So essentially he's naked it's underneath. It's form fitting though. He looks like a but you know what he looks like? He looks like a um but is he wearing, Olympic tobogganist. Is he wearing clothes underneath it? Like if he's walking down the street in a suit and he goes like flame on or what does he say? GL forever. G <laughs> L <laughs> <laughs> <GL> forever. <laughs> what does he say?
0: I don't know if he does say anything. I can't uh, remember. In
1: brightest day and blackest night. Oh yeah, he has his big yeah, the big brightest name. The green night. the Greenland nose. Go, okay, you do it, I'll put a beat behind it. I Go. don't know it. In Brightest Day, in Blackest Night. Yeah, we can um, look it up and I'll, yeah, we can uh, do it. Okay.
0: It's long. It's quite a long poem. All
1: right. All right. Green, Shall I
0: compare thee to a summer's day? I think that's in there.
1: Green land Yep. to an oath.
0: Mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. <laughs> a kiss can be deadly if you mean it. Anybody got a peanut? I think that's in there. Here we go.
1: All right, so you're going to read this and I'll yep. put a beat behind All it? Right,
0: fantastic, yep.
1: I'll try to do it in my best. Hang on, uh, it says. This is looks like it's the Green Lantern's blog. <laughs> this looks like Green Lantern got a blog. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I love the idea that he's
0: like, create a Tumblr page. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, there it is in, in the bold print. Okay, brilliant.
0: Right, ready, ready? Yeah. Chicka, 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 chicka. In <laughs> brightest day. <laughs> In blackest night No evil shall escape my sight Let those who worship
1: evil's might Beware my power Green Lantern's light <laughs> Will Smith should have played John Stewart in the Green Lantern And that could have been the song he did at the end <laughs> Miscast <laughs> Totally You can download that song on iTunes. (laughs) That can be your ringtone. Oh,
0: Speaking of ringtones, a couple of things. I know we've been a bit all over the place in this uh, First Up uh, podcast of our new series. It's
1: been a long time though. We're just getting our our legs back.
0: But um, uh, I think something we need to address (laughs) is uh, the Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas who uh, we talked about before on this show and, and I put forward the theory that every time they try less They get more successful Yeah Well they've finally taken that <laughs> To like the nth degree They have announced They're going on They're not breaking up Hiatus They're going on an indefinite break So, so that's clearly that, 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 That's that. officially Like that's the only way They could try less Than what they yeah. already trying. So guaranteed
1: They're going <laughs> to have a number one album By next week
0: Five. Yeah. I imagine everything they've, like the number one through five albums will be everything they've released.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's right. They're going to be crowned like kings and queens of the world.
0: It is like, honestly, one of those things where they're like, oh yeah, we're going on an indefinite break. From what? <laughs> like, seriously? Dude, they're
1: tapped creatively. Yeah. <laughs> there's only so many vowels you can put in an order. There's only so, <laughs> many, boom, bow. There's only so many ringtones
0: <laughs> that you can come up with in a year. It's like, I mean, will I am okay? He's like you know the creative force, and he's a record producer and that sort of thing. But what the fuck is like? <laughs> is there going to be any change in Taboo's life? Like Taboo does nothing now. Yeah. Right. How does he know that they're on indefinite break from doing nothing? But
1: I wonder about like bands like like the Prodigy are the same. Like yeah. that Keith Flint was their lead yeah singer, right? Yeah. Essentially, but, he was a backup dancer who. Got given like, hey, spit some lyrics out and jump around on stage.
0: Yeah, because Liam Howlett, who's like the the DJ, and he's that wrote all the songs and, mm. and like yeah, came up with all the music. Working on this tune, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's the creative force, yeah. like, you know, uh, uh,
1: behind it. And all the rest of them were kind of just, you know, vocalists and dancers. Yeah. So when, it's always made me wonder, like with the Black Ops with Prodigy, surely their contracts aren't split. Forty-four, 40, uh, like 20, 20, 20, 20. No. I mean, 520s. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. If you're 5, well, no, not even 5, like 4, Yeah. Four 25s. And 20 for the manager. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Greedy count. Um, He's
0: but doing that, more but those, work than V app is.
1: Like, but those, like, when, at what point, because I imagine that way, like, the Black Eyed Peas started when they were a threesome yeah. or a three-piece, whatever the fuck you call it, what, what the fuck I, it's I But you've got one guy, it's like, hey, I'm going to write the music yeah. and the majority, majority of the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. You guys, you know, you can say some of the lyrics and just look cool and dance and shit yeah. like that. When it's that, you know, they start off as teenagers doing that, they start getting some gigs, now it starts becoming serious business and they're having to sign record contracts. Do they say, well, look, we all started together and we're going to go like 30, 30, 30. Or 10% of the manager, or do they say, well, look, dude, this really, we wouldn't have an act if it wasn't for you. So why don't you take like 60% and we'll take less? Yeah.
0: That's how it works. That's how it works? Yeah. You don't think that. I don't think that, like, I mean, I think that the other two in Silverchair were happy to be there. But they, so were te- they were teenagers getting... who would have been smoking fucking what... apple bongs behind the fucking. Netflix All right, but they're, they're a good example.
1: So when they did their first record deal, though, but did they did was it just acknowledge that Daniel Johns was the creative genius? Like... I think if
0: you I think um, if you write songs, there's a like a actual legal thing right. that has to do with like yeah the money. So they get paid more. The money if you write in the music song. is the people who write the songs. But wasn't that thing with Guns and Roses so like you know that like you know, like Axel. Axel made most of the money. Slash made some money. Yeah, and then everyone else. Well, was happy for hair product? Heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heroin <laughs> and, and hair product. Yeah.
1: I guess so. It just makes me wonder because, like, you know, you look at Garbage, for instance, you could argue that the, four guy, the three guys in Garbage yeah. were all really successful producers in their own right. Yeah. You know, Shelley Manson was just like a jobbing singer. Then she comes in the band and makes them the biggest band in the world. Now, does she deserve less? Because if Garbage didn't have Shelley Manson... Oh, yeah, but I imagine she probably got a bigger cut
0: over their like, you know, live, live or... touring money and stuff like that. Like, there'd be some way of working that out, for sure. Yeah. So what did... Um, but, there, but there is also a point with bands where, you know, it gets that point where they're like, yeah, well, we reckon we can do this with some other leads.
1: Yeah. So I was going to say, what did John Stevens get <laughs> yeah. offered when he joined NXS? They're like, well, we've got a tennis ball. My dog's been chewing it. And uh, we can take that umbrella out there. Yeah, I think I- it's missing a spoke. <laughs> And, he, and you know what? And he was grateful. John Stevens rocked back to his
0: house. Guys, A, we can play tennis now. <laughs> B, if it rains. If it rains.
1: We're 90% waterproof.
0: If we ever want to play tennis in the rain we with are. one of us not getting wet. <laughs>
1: we well sorted.
0: We still have that... Old Cricket Bat and a sauceman that I got for doing (laughs) that TV show that I did that I can't remember the name of. (laughs) What was it called?
1: The Resort? The Renovation. Yeah, right. The Resort? Yeah. It was a, what was it, like a... It was some sort of dating show on a, like, yeah. yeah. John Stevens. I remember, (laughs) man, like, I must admit.
0: And he was really, like, the thing about what I hear about John Stevens is he's like,
1: he's... Like, he's a pretty big fan of John Stevens. All right. I thought you were going to tell me, like, a glass coffee table story. Because <laughs> <laughs> you paused. You said, the thing I hear about John Stevens, I'm like, oh, here we go. We've got another fucking... Uh... No, I don't, I
0: don't know any of those stories about John Stevens. But I do know that, like, he, he I, I, I got the impression himself. that he took himself reasonably seriously. Well, I must admit, in the 90s... That he thought that noise works were a much... He can't quite. A vastly understand. underrated, man. He would have been girl. listening to Triple J Countdown, the uh, 100 hottest albums of Australia of all time, and even when they got into the top five, yeah. And there's still like ACDC's Back in Black and Powderfinger's Odyssey number five
1: to come. He still would have been there, going, still some room for some noise works. <laughs> Can you name a noise works album? Uh, it, might, it would have been something like Sweat till you can't sweat, no, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, should we Google what the names of the albums? Are? Yeah, definitely. Nice works. I can't even like re- I remember. <laughs> Take me back to you. Or what about, um, uh, the one I na 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 remember that one? that one? I can see for miles and miles. And th- I just remember <laughs> them singing that on a high Saturday, and he's wearing like tight leather pants and a big pirate shirt. He was like total Jim Morrison.
0: Oh, he was total uh, modern day pirate. There was a lot of pirate influence.
1: Reach out and touch oh, yeah. somebody. Yeah, reach oh, out. Then, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like reach a fucking out. NRMA slogan now or something? <laughs> <laughs> or no, it's an anti-Nambler slogan. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Catholic church. Yeah. Reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> Noise Works albums. Yeah. I can't think of one. I'm sure I would have had a couple of singles floating around somewhere and like 100% hits, 89 yeah. or something like that. Oh, totally. I, I think I've seen Noise Works. <laughs> like, I certainly think I've been at something, but that's more, in, that's more, that's, a reflection you know, that is the most commonly uh, used opening line to any psychologist around Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>, it's like, <laughs> I saw Noise Works once. <laughs> I <saw Noiseworks> once. <laughs> Can't stop, haven't stopped vomiting since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an outdoor gig at the sale show. I look, I thought they needed a better management too.
1: <laughs> All right, their albums. Yeah. Um, oh <laughs> well, you were right. Yeah, I asked you what the first album was called. you said Noise Works, and you're right. That was okay. their first album. was yep, called Noise Works, self-titled. Yeah, the second album was called. Well, yeah, I'm going to make you guess.
0: Okay, great. Give us some clues. Well, give us a. a, a um,
1: uh, is it like an expression? Uh, how, it's, how many it's words? A, it's a physical action. It's a physical like touch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, their last album. Oh, Gee, I don't only three even albums. albums. Yeah, you think the disease felt like it was much bigger than that? I thought we had like a oh, total body cancer, not just that. That's like fucking toe cancer or something. That's not only a, three albums. Stupid. They did have two greatest hits. Oh, uh, two greatest hits. Two greatest hits albums of three. They, hang on, they had. That's only a proportion
0: to album to greatest hits album ratio. They had
1: three albums. They had two greatest hits albums. Yeah. Just get rid of one of the albums. You got two great albums. Why release a third shit one? Alright, take the fucking, go through all three <laughs> albums, find the fucking 28 best songs and make two good <laughs> albums. Or do the greatest hits, the greatest hits
0: and the other shit stuff. <laughs> like, the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> Put them all out together. Yeah.
1: That was always the <laughs> argument about Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Yeah. There's one really good Great album. album in there, but it's two kind of shitty ones. Yeah. Alright, so the third album came out in 1991 and I actually remember this the cover of this so I did have this album I think or at least a single um okay so it is a statement no it's a oh fuck what is it this is it's a tense. three There's three words okay um alright I'll have to just it's a verse something versus something oh uh good versus evil no uh um, more of a think more of a like Kramer a, versus
0: Kramer I, <laughs>
1: Freddie versus Jason versus Ash. No, um, no. It is an emotion versus an object oh. or, a, or a concept. <laughs> it's both. It's an emotion versus um, uh, love, yeah. hate. No, love versus uh, it's an object and a concept. Um, okay. Yeah, it's love. Love versus it's an object. Yeah, and also a concept, and also a used. concept. Yeah, I mean, I'll explain it once you get it. Uh, love versus love versus. I think about what is a, a, like in a cliched '80s American film about a kid who grew up in small town America, then moves to like Wall Street and starts working. But love versus money. <laughs> <laughs> Wall Street was probably too good yeah, a clue that on that one. Yeah. Right, sorry. <laughs> Love versus having sex with prostitutes in the city? <laughs> love, love versus the stock market? <laughs> love versus that Charlie Sheen film? <laughs> um, yeah, right. So they, they had a shitload of singles off three albums. Right.
0: What do you think, um, yeah, if you had to sum up uh, Noiseworth's work's career, <laughs> in the end, who won out of love v money?
1: John Zeven's love of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, singles? No Lies No Lies No Lies We're doing it, it. Yeah. That's it Oh, you know that <laughs> yeah. Take Me Back Take Me <laughs> Back, <laughs> back to Love Somebody No, no. <laughs> that was Fucking thundering silence <laughs> Welcome to the World no. Burning Feeling That's no. after oh, That's after. The, that's the first album So obviously the groupies Right, the Burning Feeling <laughs> Touch they got to number nine in Australia. Yeah, right. They never had a number... <laughs> they got to number nine? They never had a number one here. I remember them being more successful than some band that got to number nine. No, the <laughs> highest they ever got was number seven. What? Take me back. They didn't even have a number one single. <laughs> Noise Works, didn't I have? No. Indecent Obsession had a fucking number one single. Noise Well, what's better, what's better, though, to have more consistent top fifties or one or a couple top fives
0: would you prefer a premiership in the AFL or a lot of uh, yeah. well I'm a Saints supporter so yeah.
1: I'm noise yeah. <laughs> so are you dickhead hey I was
0: never having go at you Charlie
1: Um, yeah they uh, okay was the, there any more songs the highest the hi- well you you probably know um, oh I can't believe we've ignored this the whole time a chill um, woman makes me look the knees yeah, 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 yeah. Hot chili yeah, woman make me do was, what I please. Something like this is like. It's got a great line. She makes me feel like I'm hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And there's yeah. Just one line where he goes, "I like you done an apple cream on your pie. Your mama <laughs> won't like it. Your daddy won't. Hot chili woman.
0: Ooh. Oh yeah, that was fucking oh, hell. So, hot
1: chili woman. That are you just kind that, of the comebacks? Are you telling it? me
0: that Hot Chili Woman didn't make it above number seven on the Australian charts? That's what I'm telling you. Number seven was that. Must have been a bigger fucking week. New Zealand got was number there, 32. How was there six songs that were better in the world than Hot Chili Woman?
1: That's, and then after that was... Uh, oh, no. R.I.P. Millie. That sounds kind of sad. Oh, Don't make fun okay, of that. That must be like, like someone's it. niece or something. Well, maybe
0: they're just me, Millie Big Millie Vanilli fans. <laughs> <laughs> that was a song written <laughs> well, about their heartbreak. It was not in, in 91. So yeah, it was weird. their heartbreak that Blame It On The Rain was actually mined by those guys.
1: Hot Chili Woman, fuck, man. Like... I remember that. Yeah, what was that? She was a hot chili woman. But is that in response to like cherry pie? She's my cherry pie. Hot chili woman. Like this, women and food.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's
1: probably the same fucking songwriter producer, and that's all he can do is is compare women to food. She's my cherry pie. She's a hot chili woman. <laughs>
0: that's what all songs are like again at the moment like have you noticed that it's just like like all those Katy Perry songs and stuff like that it's like you just get something and then every line's about that it's like so maybe you're a firework yeah and then there's everything What's is about those a colours burst yeah <laughs> like uh, you fly up in, in the, in the sky. sky yeah totally go so high you just
1: come up with anything it's like like you know, you're a brick. Yeah, uh, but that's—I you- that's mean—that's the black-eyed peas thing. That yeah. um, tonight's going to be a good night. It's just yeah. a statement of things. <laughs> We've got some bottles. We'll smash yeah. them up. We'll walk out the door <laughs> and cl- and leave the keys out. You know, Everything just stating what they're doing. We walk the street. We sit on a chair. Like the stuff they're saying. The song no, they're that amazing. Some,
0: uh, instruction books. Yeah, exactly. It's IKEA. <laughs> Take out of packet. <laughs> <laughs> Insert in here so um uh, I guess we should finish up seeing it's our first uh, episode back, but yeah. I wanted some I was sent some mail by someone who uh who you know, hit us up on the you can hit us up on the facebook page um and you know write a feedback about the show and and conversations and stuff, I try to read it
1: like, you know. I read it all the time. Yeah. I read it actually probably more on my own Facebook page. <laughs> I don't like my friends. My friends don't say nice things about me as much as people listen yeah. to Tophar. So
0: you guys definitely um, write on the Facebook page. Um, and if you're downloading the show on iTunes, uh, which some of you do, um, remember to try and rate the show on iTunes because where it is on the iTunes chart. There's some weird formulation whereby it's the amount of people who download your episode, but it's also like it likes as well. Yeah, it's likes oh, really? and, and ratings and oh, like, stuff.
1: New and noteworthy probably come under the likes section. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So
0: like, if you like the show, you know, just like you know, write give something us nice ups. about give it.
1: Us, give us our props. Yeah, and if you don't saying. like the show,
0: then why have you listened this far, mm. and why are you going to the iTunes page to write reviews? Do you think anyone does this? You've got to our better show things to do just to hate it. I guess so
1: because there's certain like we talked about earlier the things that yeah. You, just think of horror. Maybe maybe all there of our audience
0: is <laughs> much like you watching that Channel 31 show. It's just horrifying. People are going, really? You've got to hear these fucking two idiots. I mean, they do this. <laughs> like, it costs them money and they put it out on the internet. Why would they do that? Uh, anyway, all right, we got so, mail. Okay, we were talking cool. about um, my mate who sells bull semen for a living and it's got us onto all the topics of, like, you know, yeah, it's, you, it, people are using it for their hair yeah. and stuff like that. You know, bull semen's like, you know... Um, a really big thing. So, I got sent this story from New Zealand. Now, I know we have a lot of new listeners in New Zealand, so hello to our New Zealand listeners. I don't uh, take this story as a judgment of New Zealanders. It's just a factual story that sure. I was sent. No judgment. No judgments. From Friday the 24th of June 2011, uh, former Gisborne, <laughs> I guess Gisbon, Gisborne, chef Jason Vari is making a name for himself in Gisborne and Wellington by selling horse semen shots infused with apple. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I mean, because horses like apples. Yeah. So that's a good combination. It's ironic. It's postmodern. Yeah. Maybe a cube of sugar on the side.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some hay. (laughs) Hay Hay-infused cum shots.
0: Yeah. Uh, These shots are served as an accompaniment to his seared Asian duck and pork spring
1: rolls nice is this real because I saw this article yeah All right. what do you mean is it real I don't know don't newspapers make shit up <laughs> news of the world That's news of the world <laughs> this was
0: the scandal that brought down the Murdoch empire people are like there is no way people are drinking shots of horse semen well, apple infused you I'm stunned by that
1: okay. aren't you okay you're gonna keep. Is it? Get, I'm gonna ooh? keep right.
0: well, I'm gonna because well, there's more information Charlie <laughs> So like the shots, like they were served as shots. They weren't just by themselves. That'd be weird. Yeah. But if you, if you are going to have like a little shot of horse beef, what you want to do is have it on the side of a seared Asian duck and pork spring roll. Delicious. So weird. Delicious. Um, since it was launched, the idea has gone viral. I don't think that means... <laughs> <laughs> since, since being launched, the idea has gone STD. Yeah. Um, since it was launched, the idea has gone viral. With so many requests for the dish that Mr. Variety has run out and had to double his order. According to who, though? More
1: bullsworth! <laughs> According to who? This, the whole article to reads have been made... Yeah, but to Sophie Rushworth, who was written this in I, the newspaper. I can't believe this is true, this story. It just it reads like one of those, you know, wacky world ones that they do in the newspaper.
0: 100 more of the 30 mil shots will arrive over the weekend, for 100 more people game enough to try it.
1: Well, I mean, this is all bullshit. Like, how right. do they know? Have it's they like got, bullshit. Horse <laughs> she... spoof. <laughs> but has she cross-checked this information with, like, you know... I assume, Charlie, that she's been in
0: there and seen people knocking back shots of the bull spoof. It's a hoax. Apple I guarantee this story is a
1: hoax. It's not true. It was in the paper. Who is going to be drinking horse cum?
0: Well, people are just thinking, well, maybe it's good. Maybe it's good.
1: A little What's bit. What's of... that? Is there an email for that journalist? I'm going to email her. <laughs> And gets I want I wanted to verify this. We're gonna have a
0: media watch segment on our show. I again. just
1: want some I just want some like further reading because I don't believe any this this story stinks to high heaven. Well, well. you know what the thing is, Charlie. Down the bottom of the article, it has like the the, the Gisborne
0: Herald's uh, email info at gisborneherald.co.nz. I would encourage people who listen to this show, if you have got a bit of spare time during the week, send an email to info at gisborne. That's G-I-S-B-O-R-N-E. Herald.co.nz and
1: ask... For some evidence. Is
0: that bull spoof, Apple-infused bull spoof shot story true?
1: Yeah, and could you forward their response to some info at tofop.com? Because I would love to see the answer to that. Yeah, next Don't week... do want to do the work myself. Next week we will give you an update. <laughs> okay, no, Because well, cool. they won't answer
0: one weirdo from Australia. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if like heaps of weirdos from Australia and all over the world request information. Yeah. Like imagine so, how interesting a week in the office that would be if yeah. they suddenly got a heap of emails <laughs> of people going, what about this
1: apple-infused horse wolf? Where do I get it? What does it taste like? Where's the evidence? You're sincerely, Julia Gillard. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, um, Although yeah. I've got the feeling she's never chugged back semen. You know what, I'll tell you an interesting fact about Julia Gillard.
0: Yeah. Um, she's on Twitter. Now, I assume it's not her. I assume it's people, you know, in her staff. Yeah, it's Tilda Swinton. It's Tilda Swinton. Um, Kevin Rudd does some of his own Twitter. And mm. when it's himself, he'll sign it K Rudd. And when it's not himself, it's like the team, the K Rudd team, right? Um, Julia Gillard follows me on Twitter. Oh,
1: right. Yeah. You, I can, don't, you, I don't, can, you have access
0: to the top. But he's the best there. I don't follow her. That is what's wrong with our country, <laughs> That The Prime Minister of our country follows me on Twitter and I don't follow her Yeah Can I tell you another thing? Yeah Barry O'Farrell I probably uh, No one important This is this podcast Barry O'Farrell um, Who's the Premier of New South Wales The leader of our state DMs me all the time on Twitter Wow really? Like yeah Just sends me messages Like what? Just like what funny stuff Like women Come over <laughs>
1: My wife's left <laughs>
0: He's a nice guy. We've, I'm joking. We've met at a couple of functions and stuff and he just like sends yes. me
1: little jokes or like
0: comments on things I tweet. Yeah, it's Like sta- if I tweet something, well,
1: he like sends me a DM. It starts with a tweet and ends with a camping trip on a mountaintop <laughs> that you and he share every year and your wives don't think anything's up. But then pretty soon you'll find you can't quit him.
0: Can't you know who tweeted I can't me quit you, Barry.
1: Two weeks ago? <laughs> who? William Zabka. Is that name familiar to you? No. The bad guy from the Karate Kid. What? I was just watched the Karate Kid on Foxtel, yeah. and I said, "What a fucking great film it is!" Like it still gets me every time. Then just after that I watched Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. And he has a, a cameo in Hot Tub Time Machine. Do you remember? Have you seen Hot Tub Time? Machine? I have, but I can't remember his cameo. I think it's massively cameo. underrated. I thought it was really funny, but it's got this cameo. I thought it was appropriately rated. Yeah. <laughs> There's this cameo as like, a, you know, a, a, like a, a guy in his 40s now. And I tweeted, how was William Zabka's cameo in Hot Tub Time Machine? And he wrote back and was like, hey, thanks. And then we had this little thing So going hang on, what forth. you're saying
0: is that the guy who has only been famous as the bad guy in Karate Kid and a cameo in Hot Tub Time Machine has the time out of his extensively <laughs> busy schedule to get back to people who have the courtesy to retweet
1: his name. Well... I went to his uh, Twitter page to check out his profile yeah. and, you know, you got your bio written. Yeah. His bio is runner-up in the All Valley High Karate Championship 84. <laughs> That's funny. It's That's like, funny. Ah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, some of the guys shying away, you know, some actors like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm William. Don't yeah. call me Danny. I'm, this sounds like a Johnny. Yeah. He sounds like one guy would be pretty happy to fucking, you know, if someone yeah. comes and says, hey, Johnny, yeah. sweep the leg. Yeah. I'm sure he never hears that. He'd be rapped, though. And he's you, fucking awesome. That film. Do you like, have he, Do you
0: a, have more Twitter followers than him? That's always. Oh, I doubt it. That's when things are bad. When you you look up someone that you really love, and you have more Twitter
1: followers than well, they do. No, but I that, actually but feel you, like, that's because you have like hundreds of thousands only. Yeah,
0: but I feel like sometimes that going onto my Twitter followers and admonishing them <laughs> that like they're following me yeah, when right. they should be following this awesome person that doesn't have as many followers. And that's weird. I know, but but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh more oh, of the bullshit. Okay, stuff? sorry, yeah, no, I just want to get to the end of it All and right. then we'll finish up.
1: Oh, are you seriously? That sounded like you're gonna hey, stop derailing this. Stop derailing this, this podcast, me. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> With these stories yeah.
0: about guys on Twitter who are in Karate Kid movies. People have heard enough about that stuff on podcast, Charlie. Fire you one more fucking podcast where someone's telling some story about some guy they knew in the Karate Kid movie. <laughs> Uh okay. So, um Mr. Variety said he had tried it just the once. So this is the chef who's come up with he's tried it just the once and likened it to
1: apple custard. In uh, quotes, if you close your eyes. Wow. Yeah. Why but hang on, why would closing your eyes? I imagine it would kind of look a bit like apple custard. I guess. why, it why would. is closing your eyes? It's not like it's looks horrible I and mean, then it looks no. well it looked like semen probably yeah still. but semen and custard are kind of similar this is the only
0: paragraph that I really like is is more interesting the men are the most standoffish some have hardened up and done it and a couple of women have joked they might bear children with long faces it's so, a per- joke article <laughs> no that's a quote yeah. That's a quote. That's a joke that someone said. Yeah, like, I know. But that's the a whole joke. article is no, a joke. No, it's not. Look. Women are happy to drink the, the horse semen, they're, they're fine. <laughs> Some of them swish it around in their mouth, then spit
1: it. But most of them are swallowing it. Men don't like to, but women have joked that they might have a child with a long face It's a joke. I want everyone what? who listens to this show, if you can be bothered, <laughs> yeah. just send an email to yeah. say that address again. I will say it one more time. Info
0: at gisborne, G-I-S-B-O-R-N-E, nz.
1: Yeah, and email us a response, because I'm sure this is bullshit, this entire article. I mean, they're not going to admit to it, though. Are they? It's not like you're going to email and they're going to say, yeah, If they made get enough emails, they'll have to. Would they really? And why? Would yeah. They have to. Uh, mention the news of the world.
0: <laughs> Just like throw in the news, some reference to like media ethics yeah, right. and the news of the world. Because every paper's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. they're going to come after us next. Very, everyone is very nervous at the moment. They will have someone out of that bar, like, you know, sipping back horse wolf by the end of the work. All right. All right. Well, what do
1: we want as evidence? A photo? It's just like some, some stats. How some photo know?
0: A photo would be great. Yeah.
1: But that could be set up as well, Will. I think... Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, I mean, if how, someone how much evidence from Air there? New Zealand yep. wants to fly you and I to New Zealand yep. to visit this bar, yep. put us up in a hotel in New Zealand, yep. we'll publicize it. We'll make a video about it. Yep. We'll put it online. Yeah, Free Good. advertising for you. But we yep. want to get over to New Zealand to see if this story is yep. true. Or... And we don't want to have to pay for it.
0: <laughs> or if anyone from the bar in question... <laughs> listening and
1: wants to maybe vacuum seal no fucking way you were just offering people (laughs) are going to start every crazy motherfucker is just going to be jacking off into a cup and sending it to us it
0: has to be like you know um, want a letterhead from that bar
1: I want a certificate of authenticity (laughs) a photo (laughs) a photo of you holding a newspaper with a date on it as you wank or as you wank a bull or a horse and you
0: have uh, sorry a horse and you have an apple You have to have an apple It can't just be you wanking a horse It has to be you wanking a horse With an apple in the other hand Then
1: We'll drink it I'd prefer just to get flown to New Zealand To check it out ourselves. I was trying to angle for a free holiday I
0: understand Charlie I'm just saying That don't set your sights too high Sometimes all you can hope for Is that one of our listeners Will send us a cup of semen (laughs) And that seems like a good enough reason To finish this podcast Um, So uh, you've got all that details, send us messages and stuff like that. Can I also plug quickly a couple of other podcasts? Um, Justin Hamilton's podcast... Uh, can you take this photo please That's which awesome. we have both been on and it's such a good podcast interviews with some really like you know cool people on that yeah he's getting it's, some great people on yeah it. it's, it's really Tony Martin was on it recently and it's 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 just a really excellent podcast and a John com-
1: Stevens I think uh, coming up definitely coming up <laughs> <laughs> well Justin hasn't even asked him no no he's, <laughs> he's, he's just available. knocking at the door he's available he's trying he's to get there. into Justin's place to record
0: it um, and a couple of ones that I did when I was in America that I want to mention uh, I was back on Walking the Room our good friends from Walking the Room Yeah. Um, so I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your podcast, and, uh, their podcast. And I was also on a podcast called Never Not Funny, done by a guy called Jimmy Pardo. And it's like one of the best comedy podcasts going around. So if you like, you know, Conan's been on that podcast. So um, I also have some shows. If you're in um, Dingley next week, I'm at the Dingley uh, International Hotel. And then I have shows coming up in Sydney and um, Perth if you want to check my website for details.
1: Yeah, give me some fucking money. You're getting this shit for free. Yeah. And then come give me some money too. Well, I'll just, like, I'll, I'll bring stuff around. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. I brought beer tonight. Gold bullion. Some food? (laughs) Gold bullion.
0: Is that what... The only thing you'll accept in this economy (laughs) is gold bullion. (laughs) I'm Charlie Glosson. I'm Will Anderson. See ya.